This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Wednesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Garthi and Clonakilty are investigating all of the circumstances surrounding the death of a man following a workplace incident at Carriglosk, Glandor yesterday afternoon. Shortly after two o'clock, Garthi from Ross Carberry, Clonakilty and Dunmanway, local fire services and air ambulance were alerted after a man in his 40s was fatally injured. It's understood he'd become pinned by an articulated lorry he'd been working on. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The incident is being investigated by Garthi from the Clonakilty District and the Health and Safety Authority and the local coroner has been notified. The scene is currently being preserved pending examination by the forensic collision investigator and the road is closed with diversions in place. The ASTI has cautiously welcomed plans for the full reopening of schools. Education Minister Norma Foley confirmed primary and secondary schools will reopen at the end of August and start of September with the current infection prevention measures in place. It's not believed antigen testing will be used. However, schools will be given CO2 monitors. The minister has described schools as low-risk environments and says students and parents will be given the latest information before schools reopen. Children as young as 12 will also be eligible for a COVID vaccine in a further boost to reopening plans. Speaking to Red FM News, ASTI President Anne Piggott says the situation has improved hugely since schools closed for the summer. A lot of teenagers, 16, 17, 18, 19, will have also been offered vaccines. So that, in our view, should make schools safer. But of course there are questions such as when will the Delta wave peak? How long will it last? Are vaccines helpful in, in, in protecting everyone? And there is also the question that obviously there will be other variants and other mutations in the future. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on sports and the Cork under 20 hurlers are amongst their final action this evening. Pat Ryan's reigning All-Ireland Champions League on Limerick in Porky Cueve. Throwing there is at 7.30. The winners will face Galway in the All-Ireland Final on August 7th or 8th. At the Olympics, tributes have been pouring in for the Ireland Women's 4 team who have won Ireland's first medal of the Games. The team of Cork's Emily Hegarty along with Afrik Kyo, Imer Lam and Fiona Murcha produced a stunning finish in the final 500 metres to pip Great Britain into third place in Tokyo overnight. Sports journalist and presenter of the Women in Sport podcast on Cork's Red FM, Jim McCarthy, says their medal will inspire the next generation of rowers. And the thing is, uh, Rory, and this is, I suppose this is the real message coming out of it, as fantastic as it is to see those four girls win bronze medals. They were inspired by Gary and Paula Donovan in Rio and hopefully as Emily said in her after race interview a new generation of girls will be inspired by these four um, having seen what they've done uh, to overnight in Tokyo. In badminton Dubliner Nat Nguyen has been beaten in his last 32 match against the 10th seed Wang Zupay of Taipei by two sets to one. Mona McSherry has set a new Irish record in the 200 metres breaststroke heats at the Olympics. The Sligar woman swam two minutes 25.08 seconds finishing second in her heat. The time is only good enough for 20th overall the top 16 advancing to the semi-finals. In football, Cork City have announced the signing of Barry Coffey on loan from Celtic. The Irish underage international goes straight into the squad for the clash with UCD on Friday night. The 20-year-old signed for the Hoops three years ago. Celtic, meanwhile, are hoping to book a place in the third qualifying round of the Champions League tonight. They're in Denmark to face Michelin. Sides level at one all. Kick-offs at 6.45. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie. Councillor Paddy Deneen, who's a councillor himself and also has the Silver Goblet on Quakers Road. Paddy, good morning. 
Morning, Neil. How are you? So, thank you. Good. And you? Hopefully, hopefully you're well. Um, just with regards to uh, the, the story regarding, uh, say, for instance, pubs that refute entry for absolutely no reason. And in the incident before 10, it was the Deep South. Did you have thoughts on that? I did. And I have to sympathise with the young woman that was involved because I remember many years ago, I used to be refused going into certain pubs in the city centre back in the day. And at that time, I was actually a publican, so I used to hold a publican's licence and still being refused. Why? Why? I don't really know. Um, I, I don't know. Is it um, was I the person they wanted, or did I come over to the wrong pub? Like there was one incident I always remember with the um, USP. What was it called? It was Plunkett. No, not. But it wasn't then. And I've been there to you. Scots, maybe. Scots, maybe. Yes, Scots. Yeah. That's exactly it. Okay, came over to the old oak, went across to where they went to Scots. You, you know, you'd be moving pub to pub and refused. And I was there. Well, why was this? You know, but it's very, it's quite embarrassing. And everyone, you're, you're the, the oh, it must be mortifying for. It must be mortifying for somebody. It is. It is, and it's degrading as well. Because if you're langers, you're now, if you're langers now, that's fine. But if you're blood sober yes. and you're told you're drunk, it must be mortifying. It's absolutely totally embarrassing. You're out, 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 out. And I do believe they get that some bunches of security do definitely go on a power trip without doubt. Absolutely without doubt that it's a power trip. And they love it, and they and they enjoy it, you know. Then they shouldn't be in the they shouldn't be in that business. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. But the, but the owners or the management should be managed should be should be overlooking all that and should be acting responsibly as well. You know. I, I think to. I've learned from this program down through the years that management or owners don't like to criticise their door staff. They they they. It's a kind of a no go area with them. They and the and the door staff say, "Would you ever just leave us do our job? We know what we're doing," you know. Yeah, but if I'm paying someone to do a job, they do it the way I want it done. If they don't, I want, I'm paying them to do it their way. I'm paying them to do it my way. And and they need to really clamp down a little bit on that. But listen to me, for the life of me, I can never understand why people feel you are there or obliged or privileged to queue up outside a pub. For the life of me, I just cannot ever understand why why people do that. And they're absolutely delighted then to get in. And there's many, many great pubs in the suburbs that are, you could say that are there for people to visit and there's no issue coming in. They offer a fantastic atmosphere, fantastic service, and they, and they just bypass them on the way into the city centre where, they're, where they feel this obligation to get in someplace and queue up. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I can only talk with any amount of uh, experience, say, for instance, around the, the Douglas or Blackrock area. There are great pubs and they are, they are well supported. Say Douglas is Barry's, for instance. That's one of the super pubs and Young clientele yeah. going to the late bar. John O's is another one. Briar Rose is rocking. Um, Leaping Salmon is doing really well. The venue is doing really well. You know, obviously other pubs like that. But sometimes young people want to go into the city. That's where they want to be. Yes, I know that. I know that, and that's where they want to be. They want to be with in 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 that in that zone. But they don't need to be in that zone. They don't need to go into those pubs to to have a night out. And that's the point they're trying to make. And they don't need to queue up outside these pubs. They don't need to feel privileged when they go in. They don't need to pay 10 or 15 euro for the seat that they're sitting on just to be in there. Mm. They don't need to do all that. There's many, many pubs in the suburbs who would love their business and who would well look after them very, very well. And, and they'd be open as there as anybody else as well, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I wonder, is it is it a lot of these pubs that are attracting a younger clientele only, only interested in looking at the ones that are very, very good looking or young or really well dressed and everybody else doesn't get a look in, you know? They're selective. Quite, quite possibly, yeah. Quite possibly. Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts.